Uh, and like maybe uh, we can talk more after if we stop recording and like be friends off the show as well. Like um, for another podcast or no, just like you know, like just let's just talk, you know. No, no mics, no mean? pod. What do you like, mean? But like what podcast would it be for? No, it wouldn't uh okay, Jesus. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the I May Regret This Podcast. I'm your host, Kunal, and I really can't believe, you know, what I, uh, you know, what I was saying last week on last week's episode as a joke somehow became a reality. We'll get into the nitty gritty details of it, you know, later in the episode, but introducing our new co-host of the podcast, uh, Sid, welcome to the show. Uh, thank oh you my, so much, man. Wow. Before me too. Er, uh, Jesus. Sid, what's, uh, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. It'd be pretty funny if I wasn't even on the podcast <laughs> and that conversation just happened. <laughs> No, no, no. My my one and only, my true love, my co-host, my rock, <laughs> my guy, my god, Daniel. Welcome back to oh, the show, buddy. I, really I missed you. Again. Oh god, I've missed you. <laughs> how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. I like how you started the show. You go, what is up? <laughs> I've noticed what? that. I like that. Oh, you'd like it. Okay, I thought you were going to yeah. make fun of it. I don't know if you no, heard my insecure laugh, but I was really <laughs> prepared no, to get defensive. Okay. Yeah, no, I heard it. But you already heard his voice. Uh, coming back for the second episode in a row, fourth time in total, uh, third time as a guest, and he's been on one time as a co-host. Sid, <laughs> welcome back to the show. How are you feeling being back on the show? Why do we keep bringing you back, huh? I don't know, dude. Oh, um, I do enjoy being here, though. <laughs> oh, that was an encouraging. I was expecting to hear a great reason to make me feel confident about our decision today. <laughs> no, no, I actually I, I would woke up just sweating and I was like, they're going to realize I'm not very cool after a couple of these podcasts. <laughs> Especially because we're recording at like uh, like in the morning. This is not our usual. Usually we're like well into the day. You know, we have our thoughts progressed but like now she's like fresh waking up you know have a breakfast and then jump on a podcast it's like what? shit i haven't even thought about anything really what time do you wake up or did you wake up today i guess i'm like by 11 30 i only do this thing that my mom's always been telling me to do which is uh not wake up to an alarm so i woke up today at nine on the dot nice yeah. so what time did you wake up woke up um i want to say at 9 15 i had some work to do procrastinated to about 10 45 mm -hmm. and then hopped on the podcast nice. at 11 with you folks hell yeah dude okay well you know what i want to dive right into the nitty-gritty here um let's do it something i wanted to i wanted to start with if, if you guys you know are okay with that um <clears throat> the political climate i know we're gonna talk about so basically <laughs> no way dude no way you're hijacking the party <laughs> um no 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 here's what i was gonna ask it's uh it's a touchy subject you um you two uh <clears throat> supposedly and this is all just chatter on the twitter sphere but um i've been hearing uh that uh the the word on the street is that canal has maybe been a little moody this week can you guys agree or disagree with that statement? Well, starting rounds. Well, I would agree. Uh, I don't have Twitter, though, so I don't know what's going on in the Twitterverse ever. Sid, have you observed such? Yeah, I think uh, I think you've been a little moody the past 
couple of days. I want to say all the way back to last week when you went on an incredible rant about why yeah. you hate Call of Duty. But okay, first of all, that wasn't a rant. Okay, <laughs> Mike and I were having a good time, and Sounds we like had a, a great time afterwards. It was not a rant. Whatever, man. I will. I. I I'm curious about this because I like to generally consider myself sometimes overexcited and overly, you know, positive, not positive, but you know what I mean? Just to, I sometimes take it to the next level with my energy for absolutely no reason. So um, if like my parents say I'm, I'm moody or, or feel like I have an attitude or if like, you know, you guys think I'm moody, I'm wondering what it is that makes you feel that because I, I do have some potential answers that you guys can already probably guess but um i think when you say that it actually makes me think that you acting kind of just regular and you know just like a regular person low energy like when i ask you a question you'll just answer it normally right i'm like oh something's up he's not acting like a fucking he's not like you know i asked him a question he's like come on come on man he does that over text too how (laughs) he does sends me a voice recorded answer crazy See, that's so, I don't know if the right word is concerning, but I'm going to go with concerning to hear that when I'm regular, it's well, it yeah, like, wrong with me. If I ask you a question, if we're like talking about the podcast or if we're in a group chat with friends right? Um, and you're not like cracking jokes and, you, you know, like stuff like that all the time, like we were scheduling a podcast and you were, you were just like, uh, yeah, okay, so what time are you guys free? And like, you were like the last one to join in into the conversation. Right. Very normal and like it seems like you only do that stuff when you're like short on time. Yes, and that's exactly what I was. Yeah, that was okay. a good transition into. I guess I'm just smart or whatever. No, why? No. Why you're short on time, Kunal? Maybe you can kind of let us know there. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. I mean, you started we'll, we'll this like it. it. We'll get into it. Well, first of all, I will say this, Daniel. You're not the first person to have ever said that. By the way. Like, oh, you were being like normal and not over the top. So I feel like you're angry or I feel like you're sad at me today. I've gotten that several times before. I'll actually talk about that in a bit. But to answer your question, Sid. Um, yeah, school started. And uh, uh, it, I, I like to try to be positive. I do. I like to try to make the best of every situation. You know, a, a lot of people are in, in significantly worse situations than me, and I should be grateful for what I have, and I am, and I, I appreciate everything. Online school really sucks, man. And after every <laughs> class, they're like, yeah, you know, guys, I'm so sorry. Like, I know that, um, I know that, you know, there's a lot of pressure on you right now. This is definitely the hardest semester you'll ever do. By the way, 3B is the hardest semester you'll ever do. Um, as you know, midterms might be kind of hard virtually. So that's why, you know, on top of being the hardest semester, we're going to kind of throw more work at you than we ever would in this semester because it's virtual and it's just harder. I- I've I'm, I've never felt this bodied after two weeks of school in my life. Like I've been getting absolutely hammered left, right and center. And so like, yeah, when I saw like those conversations to plan out um, episodes for uh, for a podcast or you know if someone's reaching out to me for something you know not school related or whatever um i i wouldn't say short but like i see it maybe late in the day because it's just it's almost as if the work never stops so it's like oh fuck okay i miss this literally all day long let me quick and quickly go in reply and then get back to what i'm doing or quickly go in and reply and fucking relax for the night now because I'm, I'm done for today um 
And then, uh, I mean, yeah, for the most part, school has been um, kind of draining to me mentally, emotionally. Uh, I, I still would like to say that I was, uh, I finished the week in a pretty good mood yesterday. I had a pretty good day yesterday. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm just in an adjustment period right now because I always am when I'm, when I try something new and it's not like school's new, but like a virtual semester with, you know, more work than I've ever experienced. And I'm still, you know, balancing a job and whatever it's all, this is all a kind of a new situation to me. So I'm sure that this will hopefully slowly subside and just be okay as the new normal for me. But, um, maybe after like another week or so i would hope i i still don't know if i've been you know either moody or like upset with other people i've just generally been i feel like crunched on time for the most part recently it's not like that in my experience it's just like you're yeah you're just kind of like regular which is not your regular in a way right how do you feel about that that uh you know people perceive you or think of you as like are used to as you like as like a high energy type of guy and then when you just kind of act you know tame and normal and have regular reactions to things yeah. then that's abnormal to them how do you feel about that i've actually hmm, i don't know if i've talked to sid about this honestly i don't know if i talked to anyone about this because i don't like again i don't like being negative or anything but like um on one hand, it's like, that's pretty awesome. Everyone sees me as this high octane, like octane, octave. I fucked this up on the podcast before. Is <laughs> yeah, it octane? Is it uh, octane? I think so. We can go with that. Well, high octane, octave, cool. octave would be like sound. Octane. High octane is like, um, it has to do with your combustion yeah. properties with fuel. So the higher mm -hmm. the number, supposedly the higher um, the level of combustion in your engine. So, so if you have sense. too high of an octane, then it would melt your engine, which is unrelated. But if that helps you picture it. So, yeah, I would I would describe you as someone who would melt their engine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty high energy. Let's just go with that. Um, and it's it's cool that, you know, people do look at me that way. And, then you know, I, I would imagine that the energy normally comes with like a positive connotation where I'm kind of looked at, you know, as just a, a source of positivity or happiness or, you know, whatever. Like you enjoy talking to me. You get a good energy for me when you're when I'm in a room or when you talk to me. And I like that. The um, the <sighs> the thing that I feel sometimes um, and not a lot, not a lot. It, it does come every now and then. Um, which is why I don't like to talk about it, is that sometimes it kind of adds uh, pressure pressure and, and stress to me sometimes. Because, you know, as much as I obviously prioritize uh, taking care of myself, um, the, the concept that, you know, sometimes people might count on me to be that energy or to be that person and right. if one day I'm having an off day and I can't do that, it, you know, it, it brings upon um, like not and I'm not saying this about you guys because you guys know me well enough, you know, and it's not like you guys rely on me as that positive source of energy all the time. But like some school right. friends, or you know, whatever, like general, like casual friends like that who look at me like that. And it's like if I have an off day, you know, it's, it's not like I'm not allowed to, but it's almost like, oh, damn, like, OK, well, I'll leave you alone or like whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I, it just kind of puts on pressure that I have to be this positive energy for people. Yeah. Sometimes. And I know literally not a single person has come up to me and told me that I have to be that positive energy for them. No, like, so I, I cannot pin that anyone and I, on anyone and I won't, but I do sometimes almost feel like the obligation. <laughs> like if I'm normal 
are fine and someone kind of feels like, and they tell me that like they're reading like negative energy off of me or something or like they're feeling negative energy not reading that's weird like feeling negative energy off me or something it's like it kind of does put on a little pressure like man i'm just being normal am i not <laughs> allowed to do this every now and then or like yeah sure maybe it's not even normal it's yeah maybe i'm a little like down or off my game today is that i don't know it's 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 a little it's i mean it does add a little bit of pressure like oh jesus yeah i guess you do need me to be that positive energy even though you never said it i feel like i just can't not be like now i feel like i have to turn it up even if if i don't want to i kind of feel like i have to turn it up a notch and kind of raise my spirits to try and lift the room or whatever mm, again literally yeah. no one has ever asked me to but i feel that you don't you don't have to do that you should yeah. you should learn to just feel your feelings oh i know and and i, I normally do um and that's that's why i started with I, I i do normally you know i feel like do a good job of taking care of myself and i don't always you know fucking allow myself to prioritize other people before myself but sometimes it's just um yeah I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And we've actually talked about this sort of before. I don't know if I've said that on the podcast or not, but I think I don't relate to you in the specific thing. Like everyone thinks I'm high energy all the time. But what I relate to you on is when, you know, people in your like you as a as your regular self, happy um, going out, how people uh, perceive you when you're out or how you are in public when you're normal, feeling good what have you is you have sort of an, an identity attached to that. So when you're feeling down or feeling angry or going through something, you feel like an obligation to be that as well, because if people are, people are always continuing to talk to you, especially through social media and whatnot. And if you don't act that way, then they're going to know what's up and yeah. they're going to, you know, like, cause for what you were going through, it's nothing crazy. I don't need you to be <laughs> some high energy dude but exactly, the yeah. only thing it does do is when you're not high energy it tells me oh something's probably he's, up with them right he's not him today yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah. i i we were we were I, i've told you this a bunch of times but i always compare it to that moment uh that i have when or that i had when we were uploading the podcast episode and i was making the cover art for it and i'm usually pretty rushed doing the cover art because i can do it fairly quickly but you know uh, squeezing into a week is sometimes tough especially when we do our podcast pretty late so i'm doing this podcast like or sorry i'm doing this cover art for this podcast and i'm making <laughs> us look like clowns because that's right. what we talked about in the episode right, right. and i'm like stressed as fuck because i need to do a bunch of stuff and it's like late at night and i have to do this now because we're going to upload like the next morning right and I'm just thinking, like, I'm feeling like shit right now. Like, I feel sad. I'm going through some stuff right now. I don't want to, like, act all jovial and, like, look like a fucking clown right now. Like, <laughs> it's just, fu like, I, it really bothered me. <laughs> that, like, and actually, I've grown, like, a real respect for people that do this as a living, especially people that do comedy-oriented things, because they're obviously regular people that go through, uh, you know, things in their life and have changes in emotions and they have to just come to the table every time and just be you know jovial and whatnot so right. anyways long story but i i just like i relate to you that there's a pressure to stay as that identity of like oh he's fine because otherwise then people clue in and you maybe don't want people to clue in or you don't want to bring other people down or i don't know the whole thing just gets a bit weird yeah and i mean it's not like you know uh, I think if you know me really well, you know that I don't necessarily 
really care too much what people think about me. I mean, listen to some of the shit that comes out of my mouth and you'll figure that out pretty quickly. So it's not like I care what people think about me in that sense, but it's like, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the reason that, you know, someone else's mood might've gone down or I don't want someone to like raise their eyebrow. And it's not like, you know, I had horrible people around me that when they see that I'm down, they won't reach out and ask if I'm okay. Like they do. But it's like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to describe. I just don't like yeah. being a negative energy ever. <laughs> you know what? And it's just like the story I told on our like cringy episode with Keith, where I was having a really, really rough day. And I came into a, a room with all of my friends. I mean, out of circumstance. And everyone's ready to go out. You know, everyone's having a good time, you know, feeling the energy all and stuff. Right. And I'm coming in like, I don't want to ruin you guys' energy, but like, I really am not in the mood to like be a part of any of this. It's not making me feel good. I want to just, you know, do my own thing. And it's hard to balance that because, yeah, it's hard to separate yourself. Because uh, like, even if you're going out and you're having a good time and whatever, your friend comes in and he's in a mood. And uh, even if he doesn't stay and ruin your mood, you're still concerned about that friend, right? So it inevitably brings you down, which makes me feel like, oh, I don't want to show anyone anything because I don't want to bring anyone else down, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, so you guys had a lot to say today. Jesus Christ. You definitely yeah, were just bottling, yeah, the, bottling the shit up, me. eh? <laughs> you struck a chord with me. I, yeah, I feel that all the time. Well, hey, no, but you know what? That's why we chat like this, right? I think, yeah. um, I think it's cool to show all versions of ourselves. I'll always appreciate that whenever I, you know, develop a relationship with somebody. I like dynamic people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's, it's expected that, you know, the two of you aren't going to be this one person all the time. And I enjoy that. And yeah, maybe you cool. surround yourself with people like that, that can understand that. Me, I just, I know I do that because I just always have my emotions on my sleeve. You guys know this. You, you'll know if I'm having a bad day. You'll know if I'm having a great day. Like, it's just very yeah, obvious. It's, with it's yeah. very not hard yeah, to tell. True. <laughs> Yeah. And that's good because I think that all the all the friends that I've had, especially, uh, sorry, let me restart that sentence. When, <laughs> whenever I'm friends with the person, I always feel closer to them once we have talked about or been in situations where we haven't been, you know, our regular jovial selves. Because then I feel like I truly understand them as a whole person rather than I just get this side of them when we just go out and have a good time. You know, I only see that side. I don't see them when they're going to work. I don't see them when they're frustrated uh, in traffic. I don't see them like uh, have showing love for their family or I don't see them when they're um, thinking about their life and getting discouraged and, you know, whatever, just at things that everyone goes through. I don't get that whole picture. I only see them when we just go out and it's like, oh, let's have some drinks and oh, some crazy stuff happened that night. That was fun. I know a lot of people like that, but I don't know all the different sides of them, which makes me think like we're not really that close at the right. end. Right. Yeah. No, I, and and um, I think, uh, I, you know, I guess a question that I would have for you then, Daniel, um, is I think. I got to go, man. <laughs> yeah. I guess no, he really know. does. I'm outside oh. his house, actually. Really? Yeah. Where'd, yeah. Uh, what's the situation? Oh, we're, uh, we're going to Niagara. Yeah. What? Sorry. Huh? What? What? You guys are <laughs> Sorry, you said you're going to Niagara. I said, what did you say? No, I, I think you should ask Dan the question you're going to ask Dan. Wait. Do you guys hear that? Hear what? Isolate SIDS audio. You can't do that. Sure you can. Control three. What's the situation? Oh, we're running away. Yeah. What? Sorry. Huh? What? You what? Guys said, sorry, you, you said you're going to Niagara. I said, what did you say?
No, I, I think you should ask Dan the question you're going to ask Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you don't have to go anywhere. No, no. But we are going to Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when the lie is so deep, but like it's got to try to make it through. At this point, we have to go to Niagara. <laughs> we have to go. We'll take a story and we'll come back home. Uh, what's um, worse, being a liar or going to Niagara? I guess. Going to Niagara. Um, my question is one of the things, you know, that's factoring into, you know, this whole, I guess, mood uh, is also, you know, I, I haven't been able to go to Hamilton and live in Hamilton since like my second year um, when I lived in Westwood. Right. And that kind of sucks. Shout out to Westwood. Let's go. And that kind of sucks. Um, but, you know, I definitely feel like my living space or my living situation, you know, kind of does, you know, have have a bit of a role to play in that. Um, but speaking of, you know, living situations, uh, yeah. I, I've recently heard uh, on the same Twitter sphere, the same guy who's been tweeting about you and talking. Oh, yeah, about same guy. Yeah, same what's guy. His, what's his uh, handle? What's his um, Twitter handle? Uh, it's uh, his Niagara handle? Niagara. <laughs> at, at <Gordon laughs> Niagara. <laughs> uh, he said that um, <clears throat> your living situation is about to get a little interesting. Why <laughs> haven't I heard about it? Nice, dude. But at going dude. to Niagara has. That was a good transition. Do you like own a? Do you host a podcast or something? I like own a podcast. <laughs> do you own one? You, own, own, you one. own a pod bean. Dude. He owns it? us too, actually. I oh, do. Really? I do. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And guess what? We're not oh. going to Niagara. What are you God dang it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Daniel, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. I'm moving. I'm moving. Nice, to dude. Okay, what's going so on? He you? stops right there. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm moving to Liberty Village uh, October 3rd. I'm moving out with a uh, roommate I found on Kijij. Uh, Kijij? Yeah, so I don't really know this guy, but, you know, we've talked a few times. Uh, I know what he's... You're uh, married now. Everything, and... Uh, <laughs> no and I kissed him once. Once. <laughs> That's not crazy. What? It's not. It's fine. No one got mad at you for that. No one's mad. No, I can just see it. Like your avatar is like getting angry at me. I'm smiling. I'm furiously smiling at him. <laughs> he's putting on his mask. He's you know, he's still just a regular dude today. Uh how do you feel about that? Um, because you know, I can't really speak much to the excitement of uh of living on my own or anything quite yet. But um Jeez, man. you have a problem with the way I speak, dude? Say it to my face. But Sid, I, mean, I, I can't hmm? virtually. <clears throat> but um, but Sid, I mean, you know, you've been uh, you've been a, a free bird for quite some time now. So Daniel, before you tell us how huh. you feel about going nice, in man. and spreading your wings, Sid, why don't huh. you give nice Daniel friend. some tips? Like, hey, Daniel, here's how to not be a loser because <laughs> you don't live with your parents anymore. Here's <laughs> how to be free. Here's what I like to do. Nice you know, why don't you just Thanks, man. I've really been working hard at it. Yeah, you you do you own a pod bean? I do own a bean, and it does uh, <laughs> it, it does pod. That should be like your bio for all everything. I, I own, own a, bean. a bean that pods. <laughs> well, actually, my uh, uh, desktop image that I'm looking at right now is the bean in Chicago, a great touristy spot if you go down there. Um, it's actually his bio on at going to Niagara on Twitter. Are you promoting international travel during a gold <laughs> no, pandemic? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know how impressionable our listeners are. You know they're all going to go there now and die. <laughs> Everything we say, they do. It's crazy. Yeah. In fact, guys, everyone who's listening, 
Send me a thousand dollars right now. Send me a. <laughs> oh, grand. by the way, I was just looking at our last episode. We had a whopping like zero listeners. It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. Like I was looking at the analytics, and the analytics just said no. I heard it at least once. <laughs> I don't <laughs> matter. I guess. <laughs> Is there a reason you're saying this? Is there animosity or spite in this? Oh, I actually made that joke thinking I was on it, but not, yeah. I, I, let's, let's move on from that. That's not the joke I was trying to make. Anyway, City, ask you a question, man. You got to answer. I'm still recovering from that last one. Um, yeah. My advice for moving out is uh, I don't have any. I miss my mom, dude. No. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just saw moms yesterday. It was a lot of fun. Um, I also I also saw your mom's. I said hi over FaceTime. Virtually. You did. You did. Yeah. She was excited to see you too. Um, living on your own is amazing. It's one of the best things you could do for yourself. <laughs> it's a little obviously with I'm I'm a creature of habits, so change is a little tough for me, but um you know, I think it's exciting, Dan, for, for you to just kind of have your own thinking space now and growing space. Yeah. And um and, you know, we'll get a little bit into how you've been feeling and what we've been talking about and how you're in a w- weird state of Zen. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but get used to it. You'll, you'll have a lot more of that, I think, when you have your own space. I understand that you're sharing it with a roommate, but it helps to actually not know your roommate, in my opinion. Right. Because it's it still feels like your own place and you're not living with a buddy or something like that. You know, like change is good. It really is good. It's good for your growth. And that's something I've experienced too, just living alone. Well, I have a roommate too, but like I said, it's not, it's a coworker. It's not someone that, you know, I've grown up with or anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's just, um, it's really good for your mental space, in my opinion. Yeah. And you know what they say about mm-hmm. sharing? It's sharing mm-hmm. is, uh, sharing is, sharing is, is staring. So Daniel, how do you feel about living on your own? Or, Awful. Awful roommate? what you're doing. So, how do you, really how nice. do you? You know, I think you're going. You already asked the question. No, I feel really good about it. I like. I remember my last um, when I was at school. I always lived away from my parents in Hamilton, but I never Mm -hmm. lived with new, completely brand new roommates. Like I always knew a friend I was moving in with until my final semester, and I think that was as far as living situations go. I mean. Well, how do I explain this? It, I feel like I got the most done for myself, if that makes sense. All the other ones were like great times I had with a lot of uh, people, and like I cherish those times. But I think in terms of growth, I wanted it to. That was the easiest to do because I wasn't necessarily like tied to anyone in my space, and I could just do whatever I want and operate the day like I wanted to. So I always cherished that time and really was looking forward to doing that more. But then when I came out of school, it made more sense uh, to stay home and save money. And uh, I was also out of a job randomly because the play, the job that I had set up for myself fell through. Um, so it really made sense to stay home <laughs> because I, there was nowhere else to go, really. And then once I did get a job, it didn't make sense for me to move out to Vaughn. I was like, why would I do that? I can just commute here. I'll save a ton of money. Um, you know, I can operate out of here. It's fine. I have a good space here. My parents aren't uh, crazy. They're very generous people that let me live my life. Mm-hmm. But I always still was waiting for a time when I had a reason to move out because that is how I feel that 
I'm st- I'm I feel stunted. I feel stagnant when I'm here because at the end of the day, my parents aren't just my roommates. Like I live under the roof and I'm anything I do to interrupt their lives is me burdening them in a way like even if even if they're open to it or even if whatever. At the end of the day, they're just living here in their space and I'm living here and if I'm getting in the way of that, like that's a burden to them. And I think the difference is when I move out on my own, you know, I'm paying for that privilege. I'm I'm paying this amount of month month's rent to be like, yeah, I get to have a friend over that, you know, at this time and I cook with this and I do it this time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, different then, to your I'm point. I'm paying for that independence now. What? I was just saying that it hits different when you pay for that privilege and it's yours <laughs> and you can own it, right? Yeah. I think it's also... I hope it's going to light a fire under my ass because I, I think here, I don't feel like I'm in a space where uh, um, I'm ready to like make great changes in my life and my living space because I'm kind of like one foot out the door. Like, you know what I mean? Like if I'm going to make a lot of changes, it's not going to be here while I'm living at home with my parents. It's going to be while I'm gone. Right. So right. I've just been kind of like, like with regards to small things like even in the day like ah you know i'll get on this routine like when i'm moved out but even like with grander things in life like what i'm thinking about doing uh i've kind of just put that shit on hold because i'm here and i'm like you know what i'll have no excuse i'm i'm bleeding money by living out here in this place and i'll be living in uh liberty village which is fucking awesome there's like a ton of shit to do there's tons of people literally i'll have no excuse not to live my life other than COVID. I mean, that'll obviously be an ongoing battle, but yeah, yeah I'm just putting myself in a position where it's like, uh, I can experience the most out of life and grow. And I also want all the shit to be put on my plate and I have to deal with it and handle it because living at home, like it, it's so sheltered that it doesn't give me the confidence that I need going forward in life like oh you know what i've handled all that shit myself you know i i moved out I'm completely independent i know how to live my life you know i do feel that way but there's certain things that you can't do while you're still at home uh or you can't feel that way about everything while you're still at home because that it's like oh you know my parents cook dinner and i'm just like I might as well eat it instead of why would i like interrupt their kitchen space and cook for myself you know it's just mm-hmm. so things are just easier and they go into place and then you kind of just get comfortable and i'm i'm looking to get uncomfortable with my life i guess so wow, that was a long tangent i didn't know <laughs> i was gonna say i i didn't feel uh i was telling you guys earlier this morning like i don't have a lot to say i guess i did yeah <laughs> but that's i knew that two hours in. <laughs> i knew that and i told you i was like just say what you're currently feeling and it confused you for whatever reason but yeah. this is what i was hoping to hear and i'm super happy and proud of you buddy good for you for making this move oh thank you yeah good job man um okay uh, hope you enjoy school canal we can't really relate to that <laughs> um daniel is this you consider now probably the um the beginning of the end of living at home for you once you move out of here it'll probably be from this point on like just getting new places yeah. or do you anticipate you'll ever go back home for years so yeah i think that was that's sort of the sad thing about this whole or like the i guess sort of the bittersweet thing is kind of like a new era like i don't see myself ever moving back in home like oh you know that was fun i did that for a bit but i'm going back home it's like no this is just it i don't maybe i i don't know if i'm gonna be living in toronto or specifically liberty village for like the next however long but yeah um as far as moving back home like uh, i definitely don't see that anymore i could see like maybe if i'm like it helps out a living situation while i'm transitioning i'll live here for like a couple months 
mm-hmm. uh, to make things easier. But yeah, in terms of long term, yeah, I don't see myself. So it's actually kind of sad because uh, I've been trying to cherish this time because I was thinking, you know, we're all very young and used to our parents being in our lives quite a bit. But I mean, five years from now, when I'm like 28, been living on my own for the longest time, it's like, fuck, I miss when I could just walk down the stairs and my parents are both there just watching TV, you know? Yeah. That speaks volumes to kind of the relationship you have with them, too. So that's always, um, you know, something you'll like memories of that is something you always have. You know what I mean? And I think you should take comfort in, in saying that, hey, I had a really good relationship with my parents. You know, no one's taken that away from you ever. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's it's going to be a challenge for me to, or not even a challenge, just a uh, shift in figuring out how can I involve them in my life, lives. Invite them for dinner. Uh, learn uh, learn yeah. to cook. Invite them for dinner every well, now and then. Totally, it's going to be hard, man. I think what I'm going to do is yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll yeah. do a lot of virtual stuff. And when it's not freezing cold, we'll do stuff outdoors. And then otherwise, like if it's really uh, special, like a holiday or like something, then we'll just pop some uh pop some tests <laughs> a couple yeah. days before. <laughs> i'm oh, sort of seeing, i'm sort of getting used to that as the future where it's like uh you know for the next year or so it's like you want to do anything with people who are um in danger like just pop a test quarantine for a couple of days and then you can see them for that period of time and then outside of that you do your own thing you know mm-hmm. planned quarantining strategic yeah. quarantining because yeah. otherwise i'm i'm more planning to go on like raves concerts like well just <laughs> big groups of people like just really packed <laughs> yeah. places, you know the other well, day Daniel- was crazy. i was just like i was just like we i just saw this woman on the stream just like coughing into each other's mouths like <laughs> i didn't even know if she was sick or not but yeah it was just crazy like i plan to do a lot more of that stuff well you know in a recent episode, I think it was actually one Sid was on, you also called COVID a hoax. So I think it's starting <laughs> to become a when? lot more. It was an episode Sid was on, you called COVID a hoax. And I think it's starting to become a lot more believable. You know what? <laughs> All these stories are starting to piece together. I think it was, I really think it was the coughing into their person's mouth thing that got me sold on <laughs> the idea. It, it clicked yeah. with Canal then and there. <laughs> so um, can I come see your dog now or? No. <laughs> Well, you're going to be so far, dude. You're never going to come hang out with me anymore. I'll pop a... What if I pop a test and I... Then will you come see... Uh, will you let me come see the dog? You can come see the dog. We've had this conversation on the podcast before. I trust you and your COVID restrictions. I don't worry about you. Dude, we just talked about having a podcast outdoors and you said no. No, I know. But like when I'm saying that if you just wanted to come by when you're living in Toronto to like come see my dog or whatever, like I'm not going to freak out and tell you no. I'm for the most part, especially right now in the early stages, like I'm not because as cases start to go up in Ontario and whatever, like, yeah, my parents are want me to be a little little more cautious right now. So I am. But like, again, I'm actually that might be optimistic thinking. I was going to say I'm hoping in a couple months that's not the case, but that actually, uh, yeah, we were we were everyone was thinking things would be back to normal in September, and then look now, and it's like things nah. are sparking up again. No, I never actually fully nah. expected things yeah. to be back. No, people normal. were, people were for sure. Like no, I know, I know. Was, and it, that's was... exactly why I didn't expect oh, it to, yeah. because too many people were. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there was a general pessimism that there would be a second wave, which there kind of was. I mean, it's at least right now, it's not as crazy as, uh, of course, when it was in the beginning. But yeah, everyone, like a lot of businesses, especially, were expecting to open up their offices and go back to normal in september or at least right. a new normal but that's fair, yeah, yeah I, I don't think that's really happening much 
I think some of them still are, but with safety gu guidelines, whatever. This is this is for getting off topic. Um, yeah. I also I wanted to ask you one <laughs> last thing because as you were talking, you know, and I, obviously you were you were talking about um, how this is kind of a bittersweet uh, experience um, with moving out uh, for potentially the last time and, and planning not to go home. Obviously, that's a huge factor. But what makes this? Um, feel so much more different than when you would like move out to Hamilton or whatever? Is it just simply due to the fact that like, Oh, like I know I'm not moving back home after eight months or like 12 months. Yeah. Like I, it's, or does like, is there something else that also like weighs down this decision a lot more? I mean, for obvious reasons, but I'm just wondering how you feel about that. Like where your thought processes. Yeah. I mean, one if is for sure. That is that there's no me. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to be returning back home eventually because okay. there, that was always the feeling back then. Um, and my future was so unclear. And now I, I suppose it is still unclear, but I have a job. And the, the difference is there's no real reason for me to move out. Like I didn't get, I don't have a job uh, near where I'm going to live specifically. Like it's probably going to be the same distance uh, commute wise and everything. Right. Um, and there's no real reason for me to move out before, you know, like it's not an investment or whatever because I'm renting and it's mm -hmm. not, um, you know, a work life situation. So I'm literally just choosing to move out because I want to get an experience at a, at a place and I want to be independent. So that's what's different to me is like I'm making the choice and it's not the most financially sound because I'm paying for the experience that I'm going to get. I'm paying for the right. independence right. and all that stuff. But yeah, so, I, actually, I do want to say this. If, if there's anyone that's still living at home, just uh, just cherish the time that you do have now with your parents because I think we're all going to miss that when... Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, five years I'm, down the line I'm, and everything. I'm kind of just, I was about to ask you both the question and you started to answer it, <laughs> which is weird to me. I was going to ask both of you, um, since Sid, you've been living alone and Daniel, you're about to embark in this life, but you're in the early stages right now. So this is, I felt like the perfect time to ask the question and which you started to answer. I was going to say, Daniel, um, what would you, uh, like what kind of advice or recommendations you give oh. to me or someone in my <laughs> boat that, you know, hasn't moved out yet, but probably will in the near future. And then advice from like Sid, for example, um, who's been living out on his own for a while now on, um, you know, when you would recommend would be a good time or when, you know, you think I should feel like it's a good time or whatever. Just, you know, I because, I, you know, I still feel like I'm far down the road from that decision. And maybe I'm not, but I don't know if I have any clarity. I, I feel like, you know, maybe you know, as I graduate after a year of working, maybe I'll move out then. But that's why since you're in the early stages, Sid's been doing it. I feel like getting both of your insights on uh, on that would be would be pretty helpful for me and anyone else who's listening who's in the same boat. Sid? That's tough, man. I moved out at like 18. I don't even remember. Right, right. And so that's why, that's why, right? Like I, for, you know, the early stage questions and all that, that's why, uh, that's why I'm curious as to how Daniel feels for you. Um, I know you've been living out on your own for quite a bit. Um, that's why I'd be curious as to what your take is for when you would recommend, you know, when you think a, someone in my situation or just me in general should uh, start to consider that. Um, and getting both takes would be interesting. Yeah, I think yeah, I did not perfect it in the beginning. Like there was still a lot of eating out and sleeping whenever I wanted. Um, it did kick my ass though to uh, to have to make my own bed and stuff. Because a lot of times when you like you know bring people over or bring girls over and things like that, you know nobody wants to see a dirty room or anything like that. But you've always been a a pretty clean person. Um, mm -hmm. I think I think the big thing for me living alone was taking care of my eating. Mm, right yeah. like cooking for yourself yeah 
and making sure you're eating your three meals a day. Um, it, it helps that like I love you, mom, but I, she wasn't the best cook. Mm. Right. So it's not that I particularly like enjoyed eating at home either. <laughs> so but but the thing is, for somebody that does with their mom or dad, whoever cooks at home, um, you know, it's very easy to take for granted having three meals ready to go for you. At, and you just got to come down and eat. Very true. Right? Like it's little shit like that. And, you know, um, I don't know if your parents or whoever's listening takes care of like all the cleaning in the house, but like it adds up if you don't dust, if you don't vacuum, if you don't fucking take a toothbrush to some of the tiles in your bathroom, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, it's the little stuff. They'll add up. It gets a little overwhelming at first, but you start to figure things out over time. Yeah. Like I'm still working on things like having a nice organized spice rack and having all my sauces taken care of. I almost started an Excel sheet of expiry dates for things so that I know when to throw things out and one not to waste money on buying new things. Damn, it, son. No, it's just, I'm telling you, um, but it's a lot of fun because, you know, <clears throat> the goal is to create a space for yourself that's super healthy. Yeah. Right? Mentally, physically. And and when you move out and go fuck up for a little bit, you'll you'll realize by trial and error how to get that going. And it's incredibly fun, especially if you're a self-improvement kind of guy. <clears throat> um, but yeah, give yourself some room to screw up. You know, you don't have to have it figured out overnight. But, but right now, while you can, try to make a list of things that you take for granted to get a head start. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that would just be my general advice is like, I've been desperate for a change for a long time, but, and I haven't even moved. <laughs> I haven't even moved yet. I'm having all these thoughts, but I definitely feel <laughs> that uh, uh, I've been thinking for the past little while. Like I'm, I'm pursuing all these changes, and it's been a long time coming. By the way, like I've been wanting to move out for a while. Yeah, uh, it only just made sense to me because of COVID. As of late, like it gave me a reason to do it, and um, so I've been hustling for the past few weeks, uh, going to places, visiting places, calling people up, like networking, all that shit. Right. Kijiji grinding. Um, Kijiji. But yeah, I, I think during this time, I've just been thinking like, you know, like I'm desperate for a change and I feel that I need this for myself. But, you know, all the all the shit, I mean, I've, I've lived on my own a decent amount. So I know like how to do my laundry, how to like cook for myself, like all that. I've been doing that. And um, yeah, for like the people that are living at home or that are in my situation right now. It's like, I'm that's not even like something to worry about. Like all that shit, you'll just move out and you'll just figure that shit out. Like not saying it'll be easy. It'll definitely be a change and be tough, but none of that shit is to worry about. Like, um, it just be grateful of what you've got right now at home. And if you want to change it, then like find it. But, uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be things that you're going to miss. I think, I think, um, canal for you, an underrated thing, and I know your brother annoys you a lot, but you guys are pretty tight, you know, similar in age and stuff too. Like losing that may affect you and you may find yourself thinking like, oh shit, you know, I miss one. I mean, I'm, it's hard to imagine that you'll miss him coming into your room and giving you a hard time, but yeah, just little <laughs> yeah. shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and, and vice versa. I know, I know whenever I'm over, you and I plan to go into his room and piss him off for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's just little shit like that you'll miss. Yeah, but the, there's other intangibles to look forward to. You know, having a space that where you can build an intimate relationship with somebody too—that's something to look forward to. Um, right. 
you know what I mean? Just having your space to do everything you've wanted to do. Right. right. Having your space to be depressed, having your space to be happy, having your space to just, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yours. Mm -hmm. It's, and that's cool. That's well, something and, to look forward to. And also what you said earlier brought up a question for me because I, I never really considered, you know, when I move out, what kind of person do I want to room with? It would be, you know, someone that I'm very good friends with that I've lived with before. It would be a complete stranger. And when you started talking about that earlier, that made me raise my eyebrow because it's not something I've, I've really taken into serious consideration. So where I take it is that you both stand on the end of maybe try to room with someone you don't really know or haven't really lived with or anything. Uh, or would you recommend otherwise? I think at this time, maybe for me, but I, like I've always just wanted to live alone, right? right and the closest right, yeah. for me to live alone is to have a roommate that I don't butt personalities with, if right. that makes sense, butt heads with. Yeah. Right. And we're just completely out of each other's business. This is the closest I have to living alone. We have our own bathrooms. You know, we're just not in each other's business. It's, it's like, that's why I went with that. With, with a friend, sometimes you feel obligated to have a conversation with them. I know, Dan, you might feel, you might relate to me here, but. When you live with people, you know, sometimes you feel obligated to hang out in the common space with them. You know what mm. I'm saying? And just do social things all the time. It's nice sometimes, but other times, like, like for me, I'm a little introverted when I'm at home. Out of my home, I'm very extroverted. Yeah. I just like my space personally. So me personally, I like having a roommate that I don't have any personal obligation to. Yeah. Just kind of like a high buy. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the closest um, thing you can I, get to living alone without living alone. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with Sid. Like I, I am basically walking into a situation that's really similar to his where it's very independent, but you're still living with a roommate. Um, and I think I could live on my own and I would, but it's more expensive and I don't really like need it. I feel like, but um, I do definitely think it's important. Not that, not that you need to do this, but um living with someone else that you don't know do, you don't have any obligations like sid was talking about because even if you have friends over um and even if even if you don't feel obligated it does always feel like oh this is my friend we're gonna have like fun now right and then right. so you're always in the mood to kind of like do fun things and sometimes in your living space like that's not what you want when you're like focused on doing other things in your life you know what i mean um so i think you can have a friend i just think your relationship with them needs to change in your living space to like change with whatever you guys got going on in your life because right. if you guys are, are like always the type to have fun together then that's all you're going to do at home and like you'll probably be living in like chaos and you won't you know what i mean it'll be hard to work on things and Whatever. Well, I was going to say, Dan, accountability is a big thing too, right? Like if you're going to live with somebody you know, it should be someone you're comfortable going up to and saying, fuck you, I don't like when you do that. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, And I could live with Kanal, I could live with you, Dan, because I think we just have that relationship. Uh, but I, I think we could, like, it depends on your relationship. So if it's going to be somebody you know, it should be somebody that, like, you can literally just talk to. Like, they know you, you know what I mean? You know them pretty well. Yeah. Um, but the easy thing when it's someone you don't know is it's easy to hold them accountable and vice versa. Because you don't have to feel bad about making somebody feel bad. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, like, hey, I don't, sure. I, your dish is getting taken care of. The other oh, thing, yeah. too, is on the, on the flip side, I've learned things, too, from my roommate who I don't know super well. She's a good person. Like, we're good acquaintances, coworkers. But you know what I'm saying when I say we don't know each other that well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I've learned some things that now I've applied to become a better house person. 
So like I was a little lax with my dishes. I would kind of wash them at the end of the week. And then we have a dishwasher and she was kind of like, why don't you just put them in the dishwasher? And this <laughs> thing's just always empty. And I was like, that huh. is a really good point. Like, I just, I don't know why I didn't consider that, but that's something I just always do now. And I just got better there. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it all adds up over time. I also right. think though, on, on the flip side, when I was first moving out, I didn't like, we're saying all this independent stuff, you know, you can live how you want, whatever. But like when you're first moving out, you might not even know what your what you want out of your living space or like what you're doing or anything and it kind of helps to have other people like experiencing that with you or you know to experience living outside of your home for the first time because like i know definitely that i i definitely would have preferred having roommates uh when i was at school like the same way all all, all three of us lived at mcmaster right Right. If I lived at, I'm on my own there, like I would have been like lonely or bored or uh, something. I wouldn't have joined right, right. as much. But now, like as I'm coming out of school and I have like routines and things I want to do, now I kind of know I've lived on my own enough and I kind of know what I'm about. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to create this for myself. And I'd, I'd rather not have like our, my living space be like some fun place, which is like people are in and out and there's like, it's like too chaotic or something. You know? So you should, I guess, tailor it to, or base your, that type of decision-making process based on where you are in your life, what you're exactly. looking for, like the type yep. of lifestyle you're looking for at that point, yep. et cetera, et cetera. That's yeah. a great point, Dan. Like, you know, I remember being hesitant when you were like, Hey, we should live with, you know, not just you and me, you know, we should look at getting a big house with six people. And I remember being hesitant, but one of the best decisions you made me do because that was my formative years right like, yeah cool, right i kind of like i love that experience i'm happy i i said yes to that it also made you know a couple of my breakups go by really easy you know compared yeah. to like you know what i mean on your low moments it's just nice to have people going through it with you too mm -hmm. right and like in the happy times too we just fucking goofed off and the downsides were the living like conditions weren't the best all the time with right yeah you know, <laughs> with our two sinks for what was it, six guys? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you say two sinks, but they were basically out of commission the entire time. Right. The amount of right. dishes that were in them. It was more of a. It was more of a um, biology. It was more of a faucet, which leads to nowhere. Like it was just a faucet. There was no sink. Right. We were definitely on two different pages there. <laughs> well, Wait. What did? Yeah. What did you say? I said it's more of like a. It was. Like a biology experiment in those two things. <laughs> you talk about a fossil going true. nowhere. Yeah. yeah how much how true. much can we grow within our right. what we're concerned with? With only the remnants on our plates. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I hate it. Disgusting, that I think. I but you know what? It was a good time in my life. And I think Kunal, you should just go through the motions and have yeah. these phases of living. Love being with people and then hate it. And then just mm -hmm. hate it and then go get your own place, you know? <laughs> Be comfortable with being uncomfortable and angry. I love no? that. Yeah. Okay, I perfect. Mean, <laughs> I mean, why angry though? Well, because you said and hate it, right? So love it and oh. hate it. I was trying to. Uh, like, I don't know if I agree with the hate thing. I, I mean, say can, love it and hate it that. usually for a lot of food items. <laughs> nice, uh, man. Man. <laughs> that was a great response, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, guys, that's the end of the episode. We're wrapping up here. All 50 right. minutes up, 50 minutes down. How do you feel? <laughs> we just kind of talked, man. It was cool. Yeah. It's like we're friends. 
Uh, and like uh-huh. maybe we can talk more after we stop recording and like be friends off the show as well. Like um, for another podcast or no, just like you know, like just let's just talk, you know. No, no mics, no mean? pod. What do you like, mean? But like what podcast would it be for? No, it wouldn't uh okay, Jesus. Uh like it wouldn't I, I don't get it. Oh god. Uh so we can talk without recording for a podcast. Any let's podcast. call it the at going to Niagara podcast. <laughs> Was I a little late to the discussion? What just happened here? I zoned out. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, gonna call it. we're gonna call it here. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any questions, uh, or if you want to come on the show, I I don't know. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my screen here. Can uh, I try the it, outro, Canal? Sorry. Can I try yeah. the outro? Sure. Do you want to know the two handles that we always say, or do you already know them? Uh, no, tell me it. So then okay, I can so say it. the Instagram is imrt.podcast and the email is dan.n.canal at gmail.com. I'm going to leave right. this in in case you somehow already forgot. Okay, <laughs> okay. Ready? Um, yeah. 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 Thanks for listening in to the uh, I May Regret This podcast. Um, we definitely don't care about your feelings and thoughts. And um, we just really have a good time. And if you don't, sucks for you, bro. Um, <laughs> what about the female like, or any other? No, one? no. We, we enjoy. Um, Folks that identify as women, we love y'all. What about wow. like, like our friends, guys, girls, whatever? Like, what about our friends? Hey, man! Like, I thought I was. I thought you were gonna give me the I'm range. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This is your your outro. That's all yours. Yeah, no, okay. hey, I, hey, you. I have notes after. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Thanks for having good. me on, guys. Uh, I had a really good time. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. And um, make sure you follow imrt dot podcast. Nice. On Instagram uh-huh. and dan.and.canal at gmail.com. Oh, oh, he's a natural. He's a pro, and that's why he's replacing you. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you that so much for listening. Be- what? <laughs> Thanks we for having me on. <laughs> we will see you next week. I don't wanna see you pull up, it's a hectic scene. I don't wanna see you, me and Gobi on the beat. What you mean? We gon' win. We be zooming through the cities on the west side, on the west side.